0: The start order is 17423985. The Extra Lap RC Podcast.
1: Yes, welcome to the Extra Lap RC Podcast. No Joey tonight, but we have got Martin Owen. So, Martin, who are we going to speak to today?
0: So tonight, we have the freshly new appointed manager of TLR, Thomas Tran.
2: Hi, What's Thomas. up, guys? Hey, what's going on? Hello. Aiden, what's happening, man? It's been a while. It's been
1: a while, mate. Yeah, it um, has, huh? I'm going to say 2018, IOCC, Westgate Casino.
2: Yeah, I think that was actually the first time I met you, right? Yes, yes. Um...
1: um I, that was the first time I've ever been to the states. Um, really? Yeah, Your first yeah, trip? Of course. Yeah, of course. It's so, so the first place I've ever been. to. And, you know, some people make this joke. I seem to have made whatever type of RC career I have out of going to Vegas for four days. <laughs> um, and, and it's, we're, we're,
2: it. It's not a bad decision, man. You know, going to <sighs> Vegas. Oh,
1: it was. It was. It was an eye opener. It was nine, but um, before we we'll, we'll definitely get to those bits. You know, I, I, I know you. I'm a, a big fan. I was a big fan Of Vegas. I'm gonna say it was my mate Dale Best, who I was watching a Jay Concepts video, and we, I was sitting there and I'm go- I said I said to someone, "Who's this? Who's who's doing this talking?" He went, "It's T Tran." It's Tom Tran. T Tran. And, and I'm going to Dale, uh, who's an, an English fellow who lives in America, and I'm going, who's this fellow? And he goes, and you don't know Thomas Tran? And I'm going, no. I just noticed that the fellow who does the J concept video is always the same voice. But going back to the very beginning, where did RC start for you?
2: Oh, man. Um, it started when I was probably about 10 years old. And the funny thing is, I... I the first time I ever saw an RC car, I was absolutely in love with it, and I think it was a, a Tyco Turbo Hopper that came on, you know, yeah. during an intermission, you know, just a commercial. It came on on TV, and then once I saw this thing appear on TV, my eyes were glued, and they were like, just like the size of an apple, you know. I'm just like, whoa, what is that? And then I've that once I saw that image, I I knew I needed to have this. I knew this was going to be part of my life. And um I got uh, the next step was getting a, a catalog to learn about it so I bought at the store a Tower Hobbies catalog. I believe oh. it was a 88 or 89, right? I nice. bought a Tower Hobbies catalog. It was basically the bible because it showed you all the toys, all the RC toys that you could ever imagine in one book, right? And I would just go through and read all the descriptions and all the the, the features and the ready to runs, what kind of motors they had. So I knew all this stuff before I even got a car. And then four years later, I saved up Christmas money, birthday money, and I finally bought my first official race car, which was uh, a Team Associate RC10 team car from my buddy. It was used. It was ready to run. And you know, I bought it from him. He's like, hey let's go race i'm like what go, go race where where and he's like oh dude there's this place and then he took me and i was in love and i from 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 then on it was just like i was meant to do this you know
1: yeah and whereabouts in the states where you are there
2: so i grew up in uh portland oregon it's kind of famous for uh i guess i don't know beers micro brews um you know it's kind of a hipster city. Uh, it's very expensive, very beautiful outdoors. Four Seasons, it's a very nice place to live. It's just, uh, yeah, work right now kind of has has me pulled away from there. But uh, yeah, that's where I grew up racing and running, and I traveled around in the Northwest to race our uh, 110 scale off-road. Um, Tacoma, RC Raceway was another place I, I raced quite a bit, you know, in Portland, obviously, too. Uh, there was another track called Four Seasons, which was uh, Scott Brown's uh, father's track which is probably one of the first tracks that opened in the northwest right
1: and then i think though i didn't know it at the time the first thing that i ever knew that, I, that you've been connected to was did you run the website twowheel drive mod.com
2: <laughs> yeah that yeah <laughs> That brings back a lot of memories because um, that's basically where it all started for me. My journey into the industry, uh, moving beyond an an RC racer and transitioning into RC media, that was my first kind of go at it. So um, the way that worked was I had a job that I had quite a bit of free time during the day. It was a half busy day, half not busy. So I was like, man, what do I do? Like, um, how do I spend more time? So what I did was, well, I'm going to maybe start up like a blog about reviewing RC cars and products. So my favorite car is uh, a two-wheel drive buggy. So I was like, well, how about maybe, because I, I kind of needed to think of an angle and, and to make it interesting. So I was like, well, maybe if I can review all these cars, buy some hop-ups and talk about the the upgrades and how they, you know, what to expect and kind of get into that. And really what I was starting mm-hmm was um, a platform to practice my photography and my writing. So I knew I needed to be better at those areas if I really wanted to make an impact with um, the media coverage and and you know how, how to improve. Like in RC, if you want to get faster, you go to the track and practice. You learn, right? You practice. So it, with the media stuff, I knew I needed to practice too. So I was like, well. Um, I'll just start my own website and see where that goes that way I can kind of practice um, maintaining a website um, you know, almost daily, um, come up with original content, take photography photos, product photos, um, you know, do a little bit of graphics art. So it's kind of like a one-man show. and uh, you know fast forward two years from that point where it was basically a two year effort of hundred percent just volunteer. I didn't I didn't make one penny from that website. I didn't. I didn't uh, ask for any a- advertising revenue. I didn't, um, you know, reach out and say, "Hey, could you sponsor my website? Can you help me out?" You know, I didn't do any of that. I just needed to practice, need to to develop my skills, and I wanted to um, do something. Um, in the industry, and then that was my path. And ultimately, it kind of led me to get noticed. You know, I I got to a level where uh, my photos and my my writing was getting to a, a decent level, and um, you know, I got noticed by uh, Jay Concepts later, and then uh, Scott Ernst who is uh, you know, obviously uh, the IOCC uh, uh, creator, I guess. Yeah.
1: I, the main man in our as far as I'm concerned. Scott.
2: Dude, he's, yeah, Scotty, I, lo- I have so much love for Scotty. There's something that that's special about him. It's just the way he treats people, man. He treats people um, with a lot of respect, and like you know, he has he has his personality where he cares about everybody. You know, he he's not a perfect person. Nobody is, but uh, at the heart, he he wants to do, you know, and and be perfect for everybody, which is hard, you know. So he's a great man. I love Scotty um
1: i'm gonna say for Mike scotty story sometimes a bit different i remember when he um for, for some reason or other which we won't go into now because it makes me look bad um <laughs> well uh, now now he, i want to know <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta no. spill
2: the beans buddy <laughs> No, 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 no um
1: I, he, he was slightly disappointed in me
2: oh okay no I, you were just... yelling on the driver's stand weren't you
1: Oh, no. oh
2: no. <laughs> no,
1: no. no! No, no, no! I wasn't doing that. I was yelling okay, at him. Good, good, good. But um, um I wasn't racing. But you know, he was just slightly disappointed at me, and he just sort of said, "Well, I didn't expect that of you." Eh? And I am not being funny. I was crushed. I was really? Yeah. Well, you no, know, because I am like because he's normally so he's happy, he's great, and it was just that bit of. Yeah, that's probably why he can run these. Because for us, he's to, to say for Europeans or Brits, he's more. He's, he seems to be more of a commentator than a race organizer. You know, because mm. that's when we see him. And just then, I saw that's his, That's probably why we do love him because the respect that he's got in the world of, that we all live in. That little well, Aiden I, I thought you would have done better than that. Like, <laughs> Oh dear, I've upset Scotty Ernst. Oh no, oh no.
2: Oh, I, I don't, yeah, I don't think I've ever heard Scotty say that, but I, uh, to anyone, but uh, I can see him saying that. And and the fact that it came from Scotty, it made a difference to you, right? Oh, yeah. 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 So the, that's the, that's his, that's his effect, man. Like, you know, he wants you to do the best you can for others. You know what I mean? He has that love for others. So, uh, it's it's a remarkable thing, man, and I, I don't see that compassion from everybody, um, especially no. these days. It's 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 a very rare thing these days. So,
1: so I think you just started talking about um, sort of your, your move to J Concepts. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's you know, is, is that the dream job? Was it the dream um, job? So... Is Jason Rona as nice as he seems to be? <laughs> you can be so, mean so now. You we will not listen are, to are, this.
2: It's... Are, are we talking about dreams right now? OK, so if we're talking about dreams right now, I'll let you in on a little bit of my dream during that time period, about uh, roughly 2012-ish. So eventually, um, a lot of people don't know this about me, but I used to live in Japan, right? And I lived there for five years. And um, I picked up my photography skills and my love of photography Um from actually being in japan and from a guy in my office who was british actually his name is charlie Tyack and i remember him coming to me and you know i was whole i was taking some picture and he's like hey do you do a lot of photography and i'm like well i know i don't really know much about it and he goes oh dude you should um you know you have this great experience in japan you it'd be, wouldn't it be nice to make memories i'm like why didn't I think of that? You know, like, yeah, that, that 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 sounds perfectly like a good idea. So, I ended up getting a camera, and then he ended up showing me um, some some tips and tricks about it because I was curious. I was like, you know, what does shutter speed do? what is, what is how does ISO relate to everything? What's aperture? Why does my bl- you know why does sometimes the background blurry and and sometimes it's not? So he came with me with the technical side and helped me out with that. So kind of gave me my base. And then from then on, I was taking my camera everywhere I went in Japan and took pictures and just pictures and pictures and pictures. And then, um, and then eventually, photography was my dream. So we would go back to talking about dreams. At that point in my life, my dream was to want to be a photographer somehow. I knew if I could find a job that I could travel around, take pictures with my camera, make a living, that would be it. That would be what I felt. Would be the ultimate job for me, right? So then, moving forward with the the whole a Mod thing, it started to blossom. It started to grow. It started getting attention. People starting noticing me. Then I got invited to do a couple trips. And then with Scotty, I did a couple trips with J Concept. And eventually, uh, Jason was like, "Hey man, would you be interested in working with us full time?" And I go, "Does it can I can I can I work remote, or do you want me to be there in Florida?" He goes, "Well." Um, ultimately we'd like you to be in Florida because that way you can do a lot of hands-on stuff here and it would just be a lot easier so we didn't have to ship a bunch of stuff back and forth. And I'm like, well, let me think about it. So when I told him to think about it, I didn't really realize it would take this long, but it took me six months before we decided when would be a good time for me to actually relocate to Florida and work full-time for Jason at J J Concepts. So after four months, I packed my bags, took all my stuff, Moved to Florida, got settled in. Jason helped me out tremendously because I stayed with Jason for about two weeks at his house so I could find a place um, in Florida to to call home. So he helped me out, you know, and I moved in, did the job, and everything was great. So, um, yeah, I felt like I was at home. I felt like I was um, exactly where I was supposed to be. And then, um, you know, uh, working with Jason was, was excellent. Um, He's such a great guy. He has, he has this really good, like, it's almost like unhuman, his ability to perceive and, and be aware of what's happen, happening in the RC industry. Like, he's very connected. And pro- perhaps maybe one of the most connected guys I know. Um, in terms of how, like, what's happening in the industry, how things are changing and evolving, what's the hot next thing, what's what's going to happen? He's kind of actually been at the front of all this um, since this whole media thing is going. He was the first guy to really hire a dude like me to do the media for the company versus uh, spend a bunch of money advertising with um, you know uh, ad space on some website or something, you know. Um, There was a lot of talk between me and him that we could create our own media, our own presence, and have a professional look, and that way we don't actually have to make, we don't have to rely on other news sources to kind of create our news for us. We make it, we send it out, and we advertise, we send it out, we we do it on our side, and then that way we can kind of control more of what um, the promotion looks like, the marketing stuff, the Team interaction, all those things, we have a lot more control if we just hire somebody to do it versus expect other people to do it for us. And 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 you know, you get what you get. So he was he was, he was very forward thinking in that. Um, his monster truck thing, we're starting to see a lot of monster truck stuff happening now. Uh, the drag racing stuff, he's been focusing on drag race bodies, knowing that it was going to be coming going to become something popular in the future and come back. And so. He just has this really awesome insight and ability to kind of read the scope of the industry. And I think it's just because he's so connected and he travels and talks to so many people in the industry that he just has this amazing awareness.
1: Yeah, I I was always, um, I I didn't realize until I heard him on someone else's podcast. I I didn't realize he was actually really good. What? You know, I, I didn't realize how quick he was actually driving a car.
2: Oh, dude, yeah. Okay, so uh, <laughs> I think it, I think we counted, and he made he he's made like three or four worlds finals, like a mains. Yeah, I think like I think in his heyday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, in I his heyday, he 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 was one of the world's best, <clears throat> like top ten, uh, multiple times in two wheel. You know, like so he's he's definitely a capable driver. He just doesn't drive as much, you know, because he's got other things on his plate.
1: And so, how did then sort of J Concepts do that? Because again, that's how I know you. That's how I, you know, a lot of things, a lot of people. That the coverage that J Concepts would do, and you and J Concepts would do at some of the races, was, was was great. You know, and it, not, <laughs> not, not not just the bit you did, but you know, just like the the, the little community of people you'd sit there and go. Oh, actually, you know, you will put a post up while the, you know, the first leg of the truck A-mains <laughs> are on now. And we'd all just pile onto Facebook. Um, and, and I'm not funny, I think I've made friends with people who I've only met in J-Concept's Facebook <laughs> chat.
2: <laughs> there was a, yeah, when I first started doing live stuff, um, it got introduced to the phones on Facebook, right? and i found i was like yo this is cool as hell we can go live now you know like this is kind of a game changer so i started playing with that and i was like you know what i'm going to start live streaming this race like and see what the reaction is and then like it kind of started growing i at the time i was just recording i didn't actually say anything i was just showing people the race and they would chime in they jump in and they would watch and you know there wasn't really kind of any interaction sometimes they jump in midway they don't know what race it is, so I started to kind of slowly just, you know, making some commentary to to to, to catch people up on what they're watching, you know, because there were a lot of questions. Hey, where is this at? Uh, you know, what race is this? Who's in this? Who's there? You know, so all these questions were coming. I'm like, well, maybe I should just kind of talk and fill people in, so they have something to watch, but also some information coming in as well. And then that it just makes a little bit more sense, so that they can, you know, be a part of what's happening versus just wondering what's happening. So I started talking more, and I started to kind of have a style, I guess. I'm not. I, and the, the funny thing is, is I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a camera guy. I'm not like I, I don't really like to be in camera. I don't like to get my photos taken. I don't like to be on air like this right now. You know what I right. mean? So, okay. so naturally, naturally, I'm not like uh, just. I don't put myself out there. I'm I'm very like private in, 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 in a sense. You know what I mean? So um, but I know how the, I know how all this stuff works and I, I I know that it's required. So I'm I'm able to do interviews and, and and you know, podcasts and things like that, but it's not like my natural things to wanna go out there and talk to everybody and be a part of everything and, and be on videos all the time and do all the you know what I mean. It's, it's just not my natural personality, but I just kinda had to kinda I saw a need. I decided to fill that void uh, with some commentary and some video. And and you know, at one point in time, there was four thousand people watching one of our races one time. I was like, whoa, this is nuts. So um, you know, it only happened one time where it maybe got shared to something and it just caught a lot of people. It just started growing, and I'm like, whoa, dude, we've got like 4,000 people watching at one time. This is so wicked. And, you know, and in, in the end, it was all really to to try to grow and get eyes on um, RC racing, man. That was really it. Yeah,
1: I, you know, we I say massive fans. Um, so one of the things I always liked about them, and I'm sorry, Martin, I'll stop stop asking questions in a minute, but <laughs> um, is that the reactions you get from the drivers? I'm, su- is I'm surprised Martin's
2: outside? actually awake. Are you, Martin? Are you oh yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm I'm just listening and enjoying. It. <laughs> Enjoy. I'm
0: like an interactive listener.
2: <laughs> I'm just making sure you're awake, buddy. Yeah, I'm still awake. Just All right, cool. Sorry,
1: sorry. He literally sends me messages. Martin, goes, shut up. Let me turn. But <laughs> it, it was that's awesome. It, it was sort of it was the reactions you got from drivers as that came off. You know, it was the interaction from the the, the fans. You'd say, "Who do you think's going to win?" And obviously, we'd have. <laughs> you know, 10 people say Mayfield and 10 people say Spencer and I'd always go for Dustin Evans. Um, you know, these are the things we'd say. But what sort of... did you? That was a big change, you know, instead of just, like, just filming the track, like, sort of... You know, and I love everything about Live RC do. They're, they're, they're great for us in particular. They help us loads. But, um, you know, there were, that was a big change. Did you get any pushback from the drivers? Or did, were they on you know? you these guys pushing it out the way or did they really uh, um, get involved you,
2: you know i the, the awesome thing about the guys i got to work with with jay concepts um you know like top level dudes you know ronald falk mayfield cavalry uh you know everybody on down um you know there there was such a depth to the team even at the pro level even at the mid mid level even at the low level um there was so much depth to the team and um you know, it was it was it was awesome to be able to have access to so many guys at the track. So um, and you know the funny thing is not one time was I ever yelled at by somebody on the team saying, you know, get out of my face. You know what I mean? Oh. I, I I never got pushback um, at all. But I was very good um, at reading the situation. You know what I mean? Like um like I'm I'm there to to add to it um to add to the media coverage. I'm not there to cause problems. So, when I feel, you know, it's just kind of an intuition thing, when I feel that there these guys don't really want to talk, I just don't talk to them, you know what I mean? Like they're there to do a job. They they're there to, to to win a race. They're there to to a, a different kind of focus. So, if I go in there and disrupt them, then I'm kind of not helping them achieve their goals. And I- my goal is basically to make you know, media content and, and to show the racing. Um, not, you know, it, it doesn't, sometimes there would be interviews and th- sometimes they wouldn't be. Um, it was mainly just because after the races, all the racers really have to go and corner marshal, right? Yeah. So then I have to kind of wait around for like six minutes, seven minutes, to, and then be able to have them free to then, and then go talk to them. So a lot of it, I just didn't want to wait around for six minutes until they were done corner marshalling. And then, you know, so that I would just say, all right, that's the next race. and then. Uh, you know, come check, you know, we'll tune in for the next one. And then, you know, eventually uh, through the weekend, I would find some time to talk to them about their racing and stuff and get a little bit more personal because I know that's what people really want to see and hear from. So yeah, I would add that into once in a while, but I never got pushback, man. Everybody was super cool about it. They understand, um, you know, this is part of the, the racing now that the media stuff is, is very important that the interviews, you know, you got to do. Um, you know, so all the, all, all the pro guys that I worked with were very good at that. And they understood that. So they, I think they cut me a lot of slack for, for, you know, I could see them sometimes kind of having that breath and be like, yeah, you know, like, like they don't really want to do it. Like they kind of like, well, there's other things I want to do, but you know, then I'll just cut the, cut the interview a little shorter to give them that slack. So they they need to get ready for their, their next race or, you know, they're up in three more mm-hmm. races. They got their car radius or something. So I'll just kind of keep it short, but
1: do you think you, you, you got, you, as a racer, as that's what you started off with, you were a media guy, who, so I'll see you, see you Yeah. Do you think you maybe saw these things? Did you ever think of, well, I really want to speak to Ryan Mayfield, but i just remembered his wheel fell off in the last <laughs> piece. So do you know what? I won't go and speak to him now.
2: Yeah. You know, a lot of it is just, just being able to – to to understand people, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it it comes down to some, just the, the basics of being able to read a scene and re- and reading somebody's body language or their reaction. You know, it's nothing like uh, incredible. It's just being able to read people. And these guys, I was able to read because they kind of wear their heart on their sleeves. Um, you know, they're they're very. Most of these guys are very emotional. Um, they just don't really show it. Um, yeah. you can't you can't help get emotional when you're racing with adrenaline and you're competing at the highest level. You know it, it it's a, it's a, a very fine balance of con- uh, controlled emotion and aggression. so let like it's uh it's it's, it's it's, it's tricky. So they're dealing with a lot mentally, and I don't in, in in my situation, I never wanted to add to their stress level, you know what I mean? I wanted to help them with their stress level and be able to promote them with their the racing. It wasn't never really in my intentions to make them stressful or ask them tricky questions, you know, because, because at the end of the day, I'm not, I'm not an actual news guy. I'm not digging for news. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. It's not journalism.
2: Yeah. It's not journalism. It's, it's, it's just, you know, coverage, race coverage It's different journalism. You're trying to find a bot, you know, find out, find out the story. I'm not really there to, to find out the story. I'm just kind of showing the story. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it, it, it's an interesting complex thing, and I, I, you know, the fun part for me was actually traveling around and starting to see other people getting involved with their camera, uh, their, their you know, race recording, reporting, and trying to, um, you know, do something about it, which was great to see. You know, like, I, I was like, whoa, cool, you know, there's more, more people taking pictures now, or there's more people doing podcasts. So I, I always felt like there, if there was any kind of positive media for RC, it was a good thing for it. You know, more exposure, more people talking about a better community and uh, more information out there. So it, it was always something I was you know happy to see on my travels.
1: Brilliant. Um, one of the things you mentioned there regarding your travels, and, and, and if we say this now, Martin can wake up, because obviously <laughs> you have traveled the world and though we – we talked about this briefly. You were both at the Worlds in China.
2: What year
1: yeah. was that, Martin? 2018?
2: 18, I believe. Uh, no, 17. 17, yeah. 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 Uh,
1: what, what did you two think of China? It's hot, but,
2: and it smelled funny.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> I think it was the uh, glasses on the track that made it smell funny.
2: Yeah, th- when there, whenever there is some sugar or some molasses on, on the track, it definitely has a uh, I don't I don't know for for the, the viewers out there listening. I don't know if you've been around a, a track that has it's that's coated m- with molasses, but it definitely smells weird. Yeah,
3: it's, it's, it's not
2: a right. it's not a yeah, it's not an attractive smell, it's more of a repulsive smell. Oh, I thought but... you were gonna
1: say it smells like biscuits or something.
2: <clears throat> no, it no it's what does it smell like like rotten something it's, right
0: yeah it's like it smells like warm kind of baking i don't know it's yeah, just, it's, yeah just it, it's,
2: it's just a weird smell and um it helps to track a lot like uh you know there's a ton of grip and there's usually very little tire wear um the only the downer you know is that it smells pretty bad when you first get there but after a couple hours of being around it you're kind of you're kind of used to it and you, you don't really notice it yeah no, china, but, um, china was an experience china was yeah it, it was a, a a wicked trip man like uh i've been to a few worlds now since i want to say since 2015 16 17 18 19 20 so uh and a couple on-road worlds too in between so um, I've been to about six or seven worlds, and uh, the China one was a very unique one. You know, if you compare them to the to the rest of the worlds, uh, the food was different. Obviously, the location, um, the the track was very interesting. The weather was interesting, and the hotel was totally different. <laughs> um, there was a lot going on in that little trip where, you know, uh-huh. you can say basically everything was different and quite quite unique to that trip.
0: Yeah, no, it was um. It, it was definitely different, and the buses were just an eye-opener. Well, you didn't like tour buses. Of course, they were like tour buses, but I, I remember getting on the first one the first day, and Mayfield sliding his bag on there, and we're going down the road, and someone said, you guys, there's a hole in the like, bottom of the bus. And <laughs> I remember Mayfield just looking at it going, I'm going to just see my audio bag bouncing down the road in a minute. It was... It was nightmare. An oh, that and, and Tebow waiting to get on the first bus and ended up getting on the last bus. Everybody...
3: <laughs> I remember that.
2: <laughs> I remember that. I'm like, I'm like, this dude is early. Yeah. This dude is early. And then the yeah. bus comes walking up, and everybody's like rushes to the bus. And then next thing you know, he's still waiting, and he's still <laughs> waiting, and he's still waiting. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. Yeah. Were you on the bus when the dude had that seizure? Yes. Yes. Oh my! That, that I was one... freaking out.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, because that's why um, Ty Chessman's dad was kind of shouting to the driver to stop, and the guy didn't understand him.
2: Yeah, we were yeah. – we didn't know what to do. We didn't know if we were, We had to drive to the hospital. That's um, right. Um, so I, I don't know if you remember all the details, but I just remember somebody towards the front of the bus yeah. started having seizures, and so we started to kind of like freak out and and the bus driver doesn't know what's going on. He's still driving. And, you know, I remember Gord trying to, trying to, trying to get some sugar or trying to get some, some sort of glucose or something so that, you know, they give the guy and then we pull over for a minute and we're trying to decide, do we go to the hospital? How do we go to the hospital? (laughs) Who can help us? And then like, we're like, okay, do we go to the track? Okay. Maybe we just go to the track and then they can call and figure out something, something at the track, you know? So like, yeah, I, I I always thought this guy's dude's gone, or I was like, what wasn't crap. it? was Um, did it turn out to be
0: he was? Was he diabetic and he drank a can of monster? Or? I
2: think so. I think that was yeah. it, right? It was a yeah. like, yeah, he drank something and was freaking out. It wasn't a funny
0: story is, it, yeah. It are, you of, the, are
2: you going to? No, are you going to the loo no, right I, now, that's, man? That's Aiden,
1: I think. Sorry, boys. I thought oh, I could get away gosh, with filling me drink up. Oh, sorry, man. not very
2: professional. Yeah. Um, oh, you're filling your drink yeah. cup up. Are you sure about that, eh? it, yes, sounds like <laughs> it sounds like you're doing something else right is, is now. It's very disgusting.
1: That, if that sounded like a wee, I have a prostate <laughs> see, issue.
2: See, see I got caught <laughs> when Aiden has to do anything to distract me, see? Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> when, when it's your not time to there. shine, he's, he's yeah. going to jump in and, and just jam he you up.
0: <laughs> but yeah, that 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 made me stop. I did not drink an energy drink after I saw that guy have a fit for two years.
2: Dude, I I was freaking out. I thought we were gonna have somebody like dead no, you know, like, on yeah. our on on our bus. And I and don't even mean, know
0: where I I don't know where he was from or who it was. I can't remember.
2: I think he was from Australia. It um, yeah, I think he was a mate from Australia, but I wasn't quite sure. Um, I can't even remember who it was. Australians honest, but... got
0: me in a lot of trouble on that trip.
2: Aren't they wild? They're wild dudes. Man.
0: Josh Payne dragged me and Tom Cockrell and Paul Crompton out in China the first night in some random guy's car just to try and find a um, a, like a place to go in like like a club. <laughs> um,
1: but unfortunately, Tom, Tom Crocker uh, wanted. To, uh, Martin, to... I heard your brain immediately change from what you were going to say well, to. Well, no, no, just...
0: it, was, it, it was it was. Tom Cockrell was going up to people saying. Saying we want to find a discotheque, and he was doing like a <laughs> pumping motion. So the guy like said, "No, no, like a humping, like a pumping motion." <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> we, we were at a gentleman's club, and they, they just took one look at us and were like, "Yeah, you're white, and you're you're playing not from around here, and you're not coming in."
2: So yeah, it's it's tough on it, foreigners outside. It is, yeah. yeah. So we it's uh, a little bit different.
0: We got we got a very good tour of the uh, the city with a guy and and paid him a load of money and we probably paid him more that night than he'd made in a month
2: yeah i bet man i bet you guys but probably yeah, treat, was... you, you guys probably wasted treated them very very well
0: but we look back on that and think yeah not not the most responsible thing to do on your first night in china
2: well i mean <laughs> is it better to go out on your first night or your last night
0: well, I can't remember much of the last night. Bit like a feel <laughs> like a few pro racers that I won't mention, they can't remember the last night.
2: <laughs> yeah, I got called down to that. They're like, dude, where are you? Come down. I'm like, oh, man, I know what's going to happen if I get down there. And it's, it's, it could get pretty wild. So. I, I saw
0: pro racers playing topless darts. I saw them. Trying to sing, oh, it, it got messy. It, you know uh, it's bad because, like I said, Mayfield looked at me at like ten o'clock and said, "Man, I'm going to bed. This is a, this is insane."
2: Yeah, if Mayfield's telling you that, man, wow, yeah, must have been pretty wild.
0: He's like, "We're in China. This is a bit crazy. I'm getting out of here."
2: <laughs> it was. It was a good night. I don't remember very much, but it was good. Yeah, I bet, man. If you don't, I, remember, I got, I got sure. the pictures,
0: but I can't share them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they'll be no, they'll no, be your treasures for for your life, yeah.
0: No bribery material.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it was it was good though. The China was cool. It was,
0: it was good, as you know, to to get. Did yeah. You go, did you go to Reims, if I remember right, as well?
2: Yes, I did. That was my, uh, I believe, my first trip to Europe was to uh, Reims, France.
0: Broken dreams in Reims,
2: worst yeah, year I've is. ever been to.
3: Uh,
2: it sounds like a, a a sigh of disappointment right there in your voice.
0: It was because it was meant. We we thought it was going to be the best thing ever, you know, Euros indoors, and it's going to be a great race. And it turned into basically a shower of shit. Um.
2: I yeah, I thought it was a great race. Yeah. I, I, okay. So the downer for me was um, the selection of tires made was just the wrong compound. So you guys ran, if I remember right, Golds there. We did, yeah. And, were, yeah. and it, it's bone dry track, um, you know, dusty. Um, it just isn't the right compound. If you guys would have had greens, it would have been so much fun for you dudes. But yeah, having the wrong compound. Because I think when I talked yeah. to uh, David, who tested with the uh, uh, Adrian, um, yeah, home. Yeah. So they they test they did the testing, but they did it in winter, and in winter it was usually right. wet. They usually, it's it's a lot wetter and damp and so the track stays more damp and wet and the golds are actually very good when it's a little damp and wet like when the, yeah. it's got that tacky when there's moisture in the dirt the golds are excellent but um in the summertime you know they don't have the tracks not tacky and and, and moist like it is and it's dry so it just was the wrong compound call but like you know people made it work and yeah it, it wasn't the best traction um you know
0: if you were with david then you would have been pitting down (laughs) where the we were upstairs basically cooking in an oven
2: yeah you guys everybody upstairs was bacon man i never went upstairs i was like that's that's way too hot up here i'd pass out
0: oh that i mean we sat at a team managers meeting and said basically if you don't open the roof or do something you're gonna have no race in a minute (laughs) because <laughs> we like we had older people up there and it, yeah 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 but my, my memory of that race has been stood upstairs watching a car go across the line and the, and the it beeping as they went across counting their lap and then no car going across the line and the lap counting beeping oh what and i don't know if you saw what happened but at one point there were people in the lower heats uh, putting in faster times than the top guys and all the lap counting equipment went down. Um, no, I don't it's, remember that. Yeah, and there was a day I mean, where we were putting, like, trying to put lead in in around the trap counting equipment, stop it double counting, and wow, there was, there was a lot of a lot of.
1: Shit. What were you doing <laughs> at this time, Thomas? You're supposed to be a journalist. We've discussed this. How I know. Did you, you not you... spot this.
2: You guys uh, well no, I'm not I'm not a journalist, remember? I'm a media coverage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like uh it's different. Yeah, I'm not reporting just all, you know, kinds of news. I'm just reporting certain racing stuff so people have something to watch. Um but you know what I remember most about that race that stands out to, till to this day <laughs> is the the British's love for Lee Martin. When that main, when that main, when that dude, when when, when he was, when Lee was racing his 204 on main, all I heard was, come on, Leroy. You know? Yeah. yeah. Come on, Leroy.
0: That'll just be one person called Leon Moran.
2: Yeah, Yeah, no, dude, no. It was first, it was first that one person. Then it became... 10 people then they became 30 then they became all the brits come on leroy and i was like (laughs) jesus like how many times you're gonna yell this dude's name like like he's doing all he he's doing all he can you know what i mean like he you you guys are putting the pressure on this dude and it's like oh gosh like there was there was so much come on leroy's i just like oh my like i've never heard so many people cheer for one specific driver at a race it was the most i've ever heard you know even like you know no one like most of the time when i go to races there's no one really saying anybody's name you know um once in a while you might hear something but like it really stands out when people start chanting the name out just randomly man and like especially when lee was on the attack or when lee was like you know, in position to do very well, you know, podium or something, and and fighting for position, that intensity of the come on Leroy's was just jumping out there, and I'm like, geez, the British just love their Leroy, man. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, no, 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 and and it's great because they, there's a you know, there's that that's that connection, right? The the countryman connection, right? Like. It's really cool that you guys support your guys, you know, your drivers, uh, no matter where they are at, you know, it's I am pretty sure if you know Lee if he's that type of guy that likes that that cheering that really fuels him to 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 get, yeah. you know, faster, you know, to get more focused and to I I, I,
0: put it, I put it down to the team manager's awesome speech at the beginning of the event. No. it was like it was like winston churchill calling
2: oh show. no way you guys had a team manager give you a yeah. speech before yeah your race? Was,
0: yeah it was me i gave the speech
2: oh no way what was the speech well, Let me i take...
0: just gave him I a kind of a pet talk to that we're here to beat the french and we just gotta beat the french <laughs> be. uh, and,
2: yeah
0: it was, i remember ben, ben jemison looked at me and he went he went um
2: are and you so I feel like we're going to war. Oh yeah. Like, war Are you serious, dead. mate? Yeah. You want us
3: to do what? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> didn't did, didn't we sack you as the team manager straight after that? Right, right after, after that? that. Yes. Yeah. I
2: yes. Yeah, and,
1: now, <laughs> and now we've got Julie Hall. So yeah. she's much better than
2: you. She is much better than I am. I is now. she better looking? I'm I bet. I imagine. Oh, a hundred times. Yeah. <laughs> she
0: just takes that role and and and. Went yeah, <laughs> I, I told her everything she
2: knows, though. Yeah, yeah, you rubbish. got it. You got it. You got to pass on the torch, right? You exactly, know? exactly.
0: But yeah, broken dreams and
2: dreams or broken dreams and dreams. That was oh, cool. all right. Hey, uh, how did you do there, Martin?
0: Rubbish. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, I rubbish. knew it.
2: That's why I asked. <laughs> <Rubbish>. <laughs> Anybody <laughs> that's complaining about traction out there, they probably did piss poor. No, and traction. I'm gonna bring no, it no, up no, and ask it, them, it, like, it hey, wasn't... man,
0: it wasn't was the the or it wasn't the traction or the track. It was oh, really? just it was just the, the amount of hassle I got that week because there was just a lot going on being like team manager, you had to sort of be at the meetings in the morning and there was just lots of it was just crazy. It was a hard, <laughs> was a hard week. The only good thing is we followed that week up by going. Quite a few of us went to Euro Disney the week kind of right after the Euros.
2: Oh so wow! That, that
0: that kind of made it better. So so, spent the day. I think it was like me, Leon, Rahul, Lee Martin, Crompton. There's quite a few of us went to um, just went to Euro Disney and spent the day there, and it was all right.
2: It's fantastic, man. I didn't. Uh, was I, did, I, I, I I wasn't invited. Obviously, no, he didn't. I I, I, no. I didn't know nothing about it, so.
0: But David Ronfrock
2: should have taken you, see. Yeah. um, Yeah. The cool trip, uh, the cool thing about that trip was being able to actually extend it into another race weekend right after. So, Reims was the 10 scale euros. And then right after that was eight skill euros in Portugal. Portugal. So, what what we ended up doing, uh, me and David, we we drove, we flew back to Spain where he was at. Uh, We got his car, packed up his eight skill stuff. And the next day, drove to Portugal get to get ready to do the uh, the eight skill Euros. Yeah, it was so couple, that was an a... awesome trip. Um, it was a week in France and then a week in in Portugal, and then I came back, and it was a you know a, a fantastic trip overall. You know, me and David are you know we, we, like what out of all the RC guys, I'm 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 really cl- close with David in terms of just getting along and and um, you know just hanging out and just you know just chilling with so. Uh, he's become a good friend over you know the course of um, our relationship. Unfortunately, he left uh, J Concepts, um, and then um, you know, so unf- we didn't get to work together and do more European trips. Unfortunately, I, w- I was looking forward to that, but it didn't happen.
1: Well, my segue into the bit that we should have started talking about 40 minutes ago was, uh-huh. your, new, was your new job about being the, the TLR manager now. Yeah. yeah Is it, it, David one of the people on your list? And do you keep phoning? <laughs> talking, well, <laughs> you never know. It's, it's taken you know, a long like... time to produce a two-wheel drive.
2: <laughs> yeah, it... You know, David would definitely be one of my choices if if he was open. I don't think um, Adrian Berton is going to let him go anytime soon. Yeah, uh, he's very connected with uh, with uh, Adrian and um, Hot Bodies, or sorry, HB Racing. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, they're very connected, and I don't plan to disrupt stuff. Um, you know, if they got a good combination going on. They won a worlds together. Um, you know, and I'm sure they're going to be having an awesome program in the future. Um, as of now he's gonna be a competitor with us and me and Dakota um so i'm I'm looking forward to that battle it's gonna be a little bit different than uh, being a meaty guy on j concepts uh being in the role as team manager for TLR and um, trying to you know battle the top guys like mayfield and um, you know uh Spencer uh, his eight skill program Davide you know all those guys man now it's like um, a different, a different um, kind of race for me now. So, um... so
1: I want to know because you know you, you... never told me that you were leaving J Concepts. You know? <laughs> I, I, though I always say to people, don't tell me anything because I'm the terrible gossip. <laughs> ne- never tell me a secret. But yeah, we, we just wake up one day and see Thomas Trans leaving J
2: Concepts, and we're like, was that just what's going on? For so for me, I I, I knew. What was happening, obviously, uh, the whole time, right? Um, for 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 everybody else that probably you know wasn't a part of this circle, um, they you know I, what what was it like for you guys to re- to see that I I quit J Concepts because I kind of put up a just a, a post out of nowhere saying you know basically thanks for everything and I appreciate it. it's time for me to move on from J Concepts. Like, I you, guys, did, you like were did you guys mean... thought I got fired for something doing something crazy or did you guys no. think like. This guy's burnt out. He's quit. Man, what the hell? No, like... I thought you got a job outside the industry. Okay, so if I was getting a job outside the industry, what do you think I'd be doing? What What does it look like? T-Tran does here. What, what do you think i do besides maybe what I'm doing right now? You know, I'm some, just curious. I'm just curious because some of... Some sort
1: of model for anti-aging face cream? <laughs> maybe?
2: <laughs> no, I... <laughs> I don't have any anti aging face cream. I wish, yeah. Um,
1: you don't look three years younger than me, mate. You look 30 years younger than me. <laughs> but
2: but, but uh... I, I don't
1: honestly, we, I didn't know because to us, you were, you know, okay, I would we'll say specifically to me, you were, you know, J Concepts, and that was going well. I know it was just as this COVID 19 thing was kicking off, and I don't know, I thought. Maybe well, you're maybe not going to go to so many races. Maybe you've taken this opportunity now. Where did mm. it, where did it come from? If you can tell us,
2: yeah, no, I could tell you guys everything about this whole situation now that obviously it's done and dusted. Um, uh, it was it was really strange because I had to kind of keep it secretive um, from everybody. Like I couldn't let any of my close friends know. I couldn't let obviously anybody at J Concepts know. I couldn't let anything like it was just like if I was going to do something and move and and change jobs within the industry, I need to do without actually letting people know. And uh, I'm pretty good with secrets and 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 keeping secrets and stuff. And, you know, so I kind of just kept this secret and um, I learned about this position um, just from I heard it first. Um, from somebody that contacted me and let me know about it. Uh, I can't really say who it is, but um, I let was you contacted.
1: Say, let's just say it was me. I, I yeah, so, yeah. So no, yeah.
2: So I I was contacted by somebody inside, and they were like, "Hey, you know, this position might be opening up," and I'm like, "I'm like what?" And um, once I heard, um, I I knew I had to apply because I knew that a team manager job, um, at one of the big Companies. Let's say that the big companies would be in your eyes. Who 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 do you qualify as a big RC company? Martin, you can guess first. Yeah, TLR and and associated. Yeah. TLR right? and associated, are the two big ones. Yeah, they're probably the two biggest ones. So, um, these two jobs, there's only two people in the entire world that's doing this job, right? And they and Brent's been doing it for I don't know. 13, 15 years, and Kevin before that was doing it 13 years. So I knew this position wasn't going to open up um, anytime soon or or very frequently. So I was like, well, if this is open now, I got to apply and see where it goes. So I didn't tell Jason. I didn't tell anybody. I just applied right, and went through the process. And then um, I also knew that I needed to kind of connect with certain people to kind of get the support. Um, So uh, I told a few people um, that I'm very close to. uh, Ron Schur is one of those guys. Um, And then I also talked to Dakota because I knew if I was going to come on board, I needed to have Dakota's basically okay that he was willing to work with me that he felt like I was the right guy for the job so that he can trust me and we can build something and 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 move forward if he didn't trust me then that's probably not the right way to go because if the if the the number one driver doesn't trust a team manager then what what do you really have you know so i so i knew i knew i needed to get more support and be able to come in this with a little bit more of um, some 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 backing um so I got Roncher um to back me and I got Dakota to back me and then I kind of went forward and um, did the interview process um, and then things kind of just start slowly started to roll out like okay you made the next step and then here you know, we we got to have a phone call with you and then we'll let you know in a couple weeks when we make our final decision. So when that final decision came, you know, I was at DNC and uh in uh, is it March or is it March? No, no. It's February. DNC is February. So in February, I actually was at the race for J concepts, but at the time TLR was also there at at the race, you know, and, and it's like this kind of weird scenario for me because I'm kind of having to hide it from Jason and let, not let him know that I had interest in becoming a TLR team manager. Um, I didn't want to tell him until I actually got the okay that they chose me. Mainly yeah. because I didn't want to bring it up, and then didn't get didn't get the job, and that brought up something and caused something for basically nothing. I was gonna tell him the instant I was accepted, so that I could give him the the most uh, uh, um, <coughs> courtesy time um, that I could. And um, you know, from there it was kind of moved into what it is now but yeah at dnc it was a very weird structure for me because at the same time i'm I'm at this race with jason he's become not only one of my really good friends a best friend of mine as well as a mentor as well as a boss of my my boss you know we're sitting in the in the the truck and we're kind of waiting for racing to happen at the same time I, i in the back of my mind i'm like i might be switching to a different team you know what i mean but i can't I can't let him know about anything. I was kind of torn inside, of kind of feeling a little bit like I was betraying a friend. But but, and, but that's
1: but it's a job, isn't it? That's the thing for for you. If, that's how we'd. If I moved from my job to another normal job, that's how it would happen. Just
2: yeah, but only usually because of
1: RC's you, different. It's more yeah.
2: Yeah. Usually your job, you're not working with your best friend, right? Mm -hmm. And your best friend is usually not your boss. So um, I had that complex situation where I'm applying for a new job. I'm hoping to get this new job. But yeah, at the same time, my friend, my boss, I'm sitting in this truck with him and we're talking, but he has no clue what's happening. And I felt kind of guilty. Inside, because I was torn between uh, loyalty, friendship, um, you know, and then the other side was, do I take this job and and go forward because this is this is my life, this is my career, this is my passion, so um, I should I should have this guilt and just go forward in this direction and and just you know hopefully shake hands and and everything's cordial, you know, so. Um, yeah, inside it was the, the whole situation was very strange, and then I remember <laughs> this is a story that I'll probably always remember, right? So he we, we're we're going to get Starbucks, which is is it's a common thing that me and Jason do. Um, we get coffee, we're doing a coffee run. But it's just me and him in the truck. We we're driving out, mm-hmm. and he and he's he asks me and he goes just kind of randomly he's like. Who do you think is going to be the new TLR team manager? And I, I looked. At, yeah, yeah. Cool so, so, there, there cool yeah, there was, there was a lot of these moments where I couldn't tell him, and at the time I didn't know who was who, who it was going to be anyway. So I really couldn't tell him. So I'm just like, um, yeah, I don't know, you know, probably some racer dude, you know what I mean? Because I, <laughs> I already knew I'm, I'm some for for some, you know some some you know racer dude and then and then he goes yeah they'll probably just get some bozo in there just racing all the time right no he actually he he actually said this he he goes yeah they'll probably just get some you know some bozo in there just kind of (laughs) monkeying around wasting time just racing you know what i mean i'm like (laughs) i look at it and i'm like yeah and, and and i look at it and i'm like yeah, they probably will do that. That's probably sh- I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen. You know what I mean? So cuz I'm kind of like perpetuating the idea that I'm not involved in that whole thing, but yeah, in the back of my mind I know I am and then it's like, "Oh god, dude, what do I do?" So um and then so fast forward the next day after I got the phone call that I was going to be accepted for the job and that I was going to be hired to be the TLR team manager. So the next morning or the next day After I found out, me and Jason we go to lunch. This is back in Florida. We're you know no longer DNC, but we're back in Florida. This is probably maybe a week or no no it was two days. No, it was one day after DNC. So Mm -hmm. Monday came. Monday night I got a phone call saying, Hey, you know, congratulations. We've decided to go with you. I'm I'm like super stoked. Like just just blitzed out of my mind. I'm so excited. I'm like, what? No way. This can't like it was. It's a dream come true, man. Like. The next stage was, one One dream was to use my camera and travel the world. And then at that point, when I achieved that goal, it's like, where do I go now? So the next step for me was, uh, the next goal, the dream was maybe becoming a team manager. Could this be real? Could this happen? Could this, could, could this really evolve into this? So uh, the next day when I told Jason, I'm like, we. it was a hard conversation because I was sitting next to him in his truck And we're coming back from lunch, right? We we just ate some barbecue or something. Did you come back for that lunch? (laughs) No. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No. uh, It wasn't. uh, You know, we we buy our own lunches because you know he he has a job, I have a job, so whatever. So uh, he we go back. We're sitting in the and I'm like, hey, Jason. He's like, yeah, what's up, man? I go, I have something very important to tell you. And he kind of like the the right, right when I said that the mood changed, like like, oh, is this serious? Is this something like you know, are you are you coming out of the closet? Are you dying? <laughs> are you like he had no idea what it could be. like I, and I kind of brought it up kind of a little bit too serious, like, hey, man, mm. um you know, my voice is kind of shaking, and I'm like, i I have something to, I, I gotta tell you, man. And he's like, what? You know, he kind of looked at me kind of a little bit serious, did did a look over, and and I'm like, well, do you remember that conversation we had at the DNC about who might be the next TLR team manager? And he goes, yeah. And I go, well, I I, I guess that bozo is going (laughs) to (laughs) be me. And he looked, the look on his face, like, he didn't know if I was joking or if I was deadass serious he didn't know like i i could i i because I, I, I didn't know how he was going to take it either i'm like hey man you know i got something to tell you so i remember when we were talking about that whole tlr who might be the team manager thing and he's like yeah and i'm like, yeah i guess that bozo is gonna be me and he's like he's like he's like, he's like his eyes just got big he didn't know what to say he didn't know if i was joking or if being serious and i'm like So I was like, yeah, uh, they called me last night and um, told me that I got the job. So um, I'm telling you right now that, um, yeah, that I'll be, we're just going to talk about the offer and everything else. And once I sign, I'll be moving into that direction. So um, he, you know, he was happy, but he didn't really know what to say. And that's probably the only time I have ever, like, caught Jason in a moment where he didn't really know what to say because like you ask him a question about RC he can tell you everything you ask him a question about you know cars or whatever he can tell cool. you a ton of stuff like he's just got a ton of information and for once when I said something he didn't really know what to say he didn't know what like uh, he wasn't he wasn't like happy was like dude congratulations man I'm you know what'm i I'm really happy for you and you know that w- that was definitely not the case. And he wasn't like, um, well, all right, then, well, I guess I'll see you later. I'll drop you off at home, and you could be, you know you're you're out of here. You know what I mean, mm-hmm, that wasn't mm-hmm. the case either. So, um, it was just a weird situation. We talked about it, and yeah, it kind of was like this 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 huge weight just lifted off my shoulders, and I was able to like not hide anything anymore uh, and um be able to talk about it. And then he went back and actually told everybody else. And then, yeah, the, and then I told everybody else at the um at J Concepts and um internally everybody knew, externally it was still kept quiet. So Right. Uh, yeah, so that whole thing going down the way it did was very interesting. Um you know, it was some it, it, it was a job, it was a position that I couldn't let go. I knew it was going to come around maybe once probably in my lifetime in terms of my rc lifetime it probably wouldn't come back if 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 there was a team manager now and then if i waited till the next until that spot reopened up later i probably would have moved on from rcs or have been doing something different so in my lifetime that was this was this was the only only time and for some reason it just felt like the perfect time after i've spent that all those years traveling all the years kind of develop skill in terms of you know, doing media content, social media, uh, promotion, marketing, trying to expand the image of um, RC racing. All that time with the guys at the track, with J Concepts, with all the pro drivers, being at all those races, like all that, like it had to go somewhere. And for it to go into a position as a team manager position here at TLR, it was, um, I just don't think it happened by accident. You know what I mean?
1: well i i i can't think of a, an appointment which has been roundly accepted and just gone wow
2: that's a signing you know you the know? funny thing is did you did you when when that announcement happened did you guys were you thinking like did you feel like i don't know how to i don't really know how to to word it but like did you expect or did you consider me to be a team manager for TLR? Do you think that was one of the options? Because most of the time, people, I don't think, kept me on the radar just because I held a camera. You know what I mean? Well, Larton, do you want to first go with that?
0: Yeah, I mean, to to be fair, I got it straight away because you kind of hinted at it, like Jason Rona said, is, oh, they'll just get some guy that just wants to race all the time. But you Mm -hmm. could see... Yokomo, Joe Pillars, I mean, amazing team manager, does an amazing job and doesn't, he does race, but it's not his thing, you know, he's, uh-huh. and and same with Brent, he does a bit of racing. So yeah, no, it didn't, it makes sense. If they were looking for someone that has done some racing, but knows people, knows how it all works. No, it, 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 to me, it made sense. It wasn't a I didn't see it and go oh, wow that's different I thought
1: thought oh, yeah that makes sense. Yeah. What do you I, think? I Aiden? I'm going to think that you don't realize how much you're loved.
2: <laughs> Dude the thing is is like like I don't I don't feel a I, I don't know how to say this but I don't feel like I'm doing anything special. I don't feel like I'm I'm just—I don't know, man. I'm just being me. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like I do not I, I warrant anything, like any special attention or anything. You know, it's just
1: no. But if you if you're open and you're honest and you try your best, yeah, and, that definitely and, and you is. Speak from the heart. You know, quite clearly, I am less than average when it comes to any skills You know, legit, you know I was chatting to someone on Facebook today. And, Asked me why I hadn't cut my wing out, and I'm going. I don't do that. I get somebody else who does that for me. So if <laughs> you just if you just, just open, no, but if that's who you are. Then don't try and be someone different. No one's gonna. You know, we sat here and I said, "Oh, it's a really good setup change there, Thomas. I'll, I'll try that on Cougar Laydown next time."
3: Mm-hmm. That
1: that's, no one's gonna believe that. I the thing that got me was, and we had. Ryan Stiles Harris on our podcast straight after he moved to TLR. Um, and I just thought some of, and I've never driven a lossy, I've never driven a TLR, but I just thought some of the decisions that TLR have made in the past three months, six months have just been 10 out of 10 every time. You know, for, for guys like us, Ryan Harris, work he does, the way he produces all that stuff, it just looks great, great decision. You know, the new four-wheel drive came out and had a great world in the hoodie arena. Dakota's been doing well. And then I just honestly, no, I know, probably would say this anyway, you know, just you at the end was like a tick. That's it. We've, 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 got, <laughs> we've, we've got Dakota. We've got people. We've got both cars now. Everything's yeah. there for TLR. What, what do we need? We don't need a... You know, Brent, Brent is maybe slightly different, but we 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 need someone who's going to push everything for everybody forward.
3: Mm. You know,
1: you've got to look after Dakota. Uh, don't listen to me, but you've got to look after Dakota and make sure he's happy and fast. You've got to look after, you know, idiots like me. You know, the t- the twenty two point four, the twenty two four has only really just got to the UK. Mm, Our mates. Yeah. You know Lee Fraser, Damien Whittle, Stu Jones—our friends who have got them and building them over the last few weeks, days even. You know they're just the happiest t- any any TLR person I meet now is the happiest they have ever been. <laughs> I I'm not thinking, you. You probably don't have to do much. Don't don't don't, don't show this to your boss. You know, don't don't let him. I don't think you need to do much just to just to bring on what. The, the positivity that we've gotten from TLR. lot now when you went for your interview or when you got the job is, is that when you turned up with a big piece of paper and said now i want all of this did you have <laughs> during that interview process did you have a plan for what you wanted to do um yeah I mean, the interv- thinking-
2: so the, so the interview process is it was, was very interesting for me because um i was so driven to uh, get this job that i I, I kind of went above and beyond what i I kind of I guess needed needed to do. Um, it's just my personality because I didn't in the past, have you guys ever felt like you were passed over a job opportunity? Um, because maybe you know somebody else gave a little bit more effort or it, it went it went to somebody else because, Maybe you didn't give it your best, right? Maybe you said, well, you know, I'll just, just, I won't fix my resume. I'll send it in. It just, it is what it is. That's what I have time for. And, um, you know, if I get called, I get called. If I don't, I get don't,
1: you know? Okay. Well, for me, I've had the same job all my working life.
3: Oh, gee. wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've, I've, so no, I don't think that, but I, I'm sure other people have. Yeah. Uh, Martin, you, you used to have a
2: proper job.
0: I did not have a proper job. Not anymore. But yeah, no, I know.
2: Yeah, I mean I yeah. Yeah. So like in the past I felt like I like I lost out on a couple jobs where I just didn't I didn't go the extra step. I didn't take that extra step or or give it that extra extra effort. And for the and I lost out and it burnt me and that feeling of being qualified, knowing that you could do this job and 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 you not getting it because maybe you just held yourself back i was like you know what i'm 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 not gonna let this one go if i don't get this job and if i didn't feel like i gave it my all to try to get this job so i i made like a i made like this positive pump up little video or this i don't know i was just I'm, I, it, it's just me narrating something i guess my my it's me narrating my goals for what i would like to do with the tlr team so I made a kind of like this video. I had clipped like photos in it. I had all this thing. And after my interview, I said, you know, I also created this. I wanted wanted to show you guys. It doesn't need to be released or anything. But I, I wanted to know that this is the direction I would like to take the team. And I did that. I also sent in a bunch of uh, like promo stuff. Because obviously working for J Concepts, I had quite a you know uh, portfolio of things to show. So. I sent them over some of the best images that I thought that I, I really liked um, to show some of the promotional skill set of, of Photoshop and, and social media and, and things like that. So I sent over a packet of that th- those pictures. So I, I did everything I could. I, I talked to all the people that I could talk to. I tried to get them to try to give me a heads up or a, a thumbs up or some a good word. Um, I went into so many avenues. I didn't want this job to slip and get you know, be given to somebody else that I feel that I know that I could do a better job. So I just had to give it everything. And luckily for me, it worked out. And um, here I am in Champaign, Illinois, chilling in my room talking to you all stars. <laughs> <were> looking
1: lucky
2: <laughs> Yeah. It's uh it's it's weird how uh, how everything worked out. But I'm glad it did. So the job, so, the whole experience has been ex- extremely cool. The reception I've had since I've been here, uh, the team, we have a, obviously a, a TLR Facebook team page for the team drivers. The the reception has been good. Uh, people are super happy, super positive. Just like you said, Aiden, it's you know maybe the, the happiest the TLR driver's been in a long time. So I think the vibe is good. We're moving with a lot of momentum. Um, like you said, the 22x22x4 is just released in Europe, and um, it's making its rounds. So um, there's a lot of positivity going on. Dakota's been, you know, on fire since before this COVID thing started kicking in, and um, you know, um, I'm in position, learning my job, doing a better job. So things are rocking and rolling. I uh, one of my first steps I wanted to focus on was strengthening. the the team structure, so uh, through a lot of meetings and um, me being able to to work on projects with the team stuff, I wanted to start this regional team manager uh, program so that um, we can be closer uh, to these racers and be able to give them support, um, you know, and it, it not just be one guy, because. For me, my I don't I don't have this ego where I gotta be the one dude that makes all the decisions and feel like the boss. Like I don't have that kind of ego. I'm very just, you know, I, I I I like to empower people. Like the regional team manager guys, I I know all these guys. I've seen them multiple times. I've worked with them. I've been at races with them. So I trust these dudes. So I'm just gonna let them do what they do. I give them a little bit of instructions every once in a while. We'll meet up and kind of make sure we're all in the same. On the same page, and then they tell me some of the issues. I'll try to set those guys straight so that they can go out and do uh, what they feel they need to do to improve the team structure, the team dynamic. Right now, everybody is like all the seven guys that I brought on to to be RTMs. Man, they're so fired up and so motivated to to improve things that it's it's helping me stay motivated. You know, it's like shit. Now I gotta like. Do all this other stuff for these guys, and they're like, you know, they're keeping me busy because they're wanting more information, and I have to give it, give them more information, and hopefully this, the circle of communication keeps going so that it passes on to the team, and that we can have a team structure and a team experience that is unlike any um, team that's ever been created.
1: Yeah, I, I think sorry, regional team managers, I think are are really important. I, I, I've not been doing RC for really long time mm. um i think that maybe it harks back to the good old days you know there are certain people i know who can build a team around themselves officially or not officially now he's going to be really upset with this but i'm going to say one of the people who do it in the uk is martin you know the quiet fella on this podcast <laughs> You know he, he, you know, he did a lot for PR when he was... You, know, you might as well just mute yourself, Martin. You're not going to like the next 30 seconds. <laughs> you know, he, he did a lot for PR at the time, you know, when he was with them. And then when he made the sensible decision to join Schumacher, you know, like mm. all the sensible, people, sensible British people do, Um, you know, just the amount of sort of goodwill that he's got, That you know, the amount of people who have been drawn to that team. Right. And, and I think in his... Region in his area is because, it, because they know he's, he's available. That's what people yeah. want. like. Guys like I always say, I'm, I'm the low, you know. That's what guys like He want. I don't want to bother Thomas Tran for a question. I don't want to bother <laughs> Trish. I don't want to bother, you know, Leroy or Craggy, the guys who will. I don't need to bother them because I don't need to know what they're doing. I want to know what the quick guy at my. who goes to the track I go to yeah. is doing. They're the guys yep. with the not and I think if you've got that sort of person who can do that, and I, Martin does that brilliantly in the Southwest. Oh, really, uh, but it just helps guys like me, the normal people, know yeah. who they can reach to, who that you know that's the person they're going to ask. And if you can get that kind of responsibility off people, just to you know, you don't have to be available twenty four seven. That response <laughs> of just sitting there going, "Oh, hang on, mate, I'm just having me tea." You know, when I get me hour of Facebook later, I'll message you and catch up. And I think that's all that's all people want. And what's quite yeah. funny
0: is I reached out to 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 find some info on Thomas. And one of the people I I thought I'll ask, because he used to race where Thomas raced, was um hey, remember Zach, my American friend that was racing, that was living here? Oh yeah. Well Zach I said to Zach Verber, "Did do you know John Thomas Tran? And he said, Yeah, I bet he gave he gave me Said so I always remember he gave me some traction um some what? you know traction compound because the what? track was out of stock. Yeah. So you you don't even know this guy, but he can remember you because you gave him at some point he raced apparently he said to me that you were race director at the indoor carpet track in Portland for a little while. Oh yeah. And um he said, yeah, the track was out of stock, and you gave him some traction compounds. Wow. And they man, used to yeah. cover a bunch of races in Tacoma. See? So you yeah. you don't know who Zach is, but straight away, as soon as I mention your name, he's like, oh, yeah, this guy's great because he gave me something, because he helped.
2: Wow, man. Um, what's his Scary. last name? It's oh. Verba, V-R-B-A.
0: He's in, he's he's in the military, so he travels uh. He, he he was living in washington he then came to the uk for three years right and he's now back in georgia i think so he's raced all over the place but it's amazing how people remember that one little thing
2: yeah it, it it's 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 nuts man and that's not, that that stuff like that comes back to me sometimes and that's why i always try to remember to just just, just be nice to people and help them yep. because you yeah. don't know, like in the future, if you ever cross paths again and you might need their help. You know what I mean? So I've always, yeah. my approach has always been: if somebody needs help and I can assist, I'm gonna try to help. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's like, what, what, why not? Like, you know, if I have, like, if I'm, yeah. So, yeah, I used to. So, um, a couple years, or I think 2000. I can't, I can't remember 2000 and I want to say 13, 14, something like that. Um, it was when I was freelancing. It was in between working for Jay Concepts and um, Scotty Ernst. So I was freelancing for Scotty, and then I would, when I come back into town, I would work at the the carpet track, um, you know, in between gigs. So I was helping out and um, helping the carpet track and doing layouts and and being there to to help people and you know just be part of racing. And then so. Um, yeah, I, I got to help a lot of people there as a, just a carpet guy, or or actually just a guy working at the track setups, car stuff, uh, ride height, just just those type of things where people just, especially when new people, just you know they don't know hardly anything. They don't know so they- about slipper setups and 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 you know ride height and tires, and so they just they just need some uh, little basic helps so they, they can go out there and enjoy and and have some fun.
0: And this will lead me to my other my other. <laughs> Why I'm surprised Aiden hasn't mentioned it. We we talked about it. Obviously, I lived in the states for ten years. As everybody knows, and seems to take the piss out of me for. Oh uh, no! We don't. Did you
2: drive a Camaro while you were here? No, <laughs> I'm, I,
0: I lived there from six to sixteen, so I kind of just missed out on driving.
3: Oh but man! I, I,
0: but, but my and this this will be this will be a little bit of a spooky one for you. And we'll see if you if you can link to it. So my. When I was seven years old, I had my best friend at school. We both had RC 10s, seven or eight. We used to go race at the Ranch Pit Stop and various other tracks out there. And I was friends with him from seven till I was 16. He lives in Portland, Oregon, and races up there now. Did you ever race with someone called Mark Anton?
2: Oh man. Dude, Mark is a cool guy. Yeah. Yeah, That
0: that was my best friend at school when I was No way.
2: What a small and, world, and, man.
0: And we lost touch. And it wasn't till I was at the Worlds in China and I was talking to Joe Pillars. Yeah. I said to Joe, My friend moved to Oregon. I don't know if he's still racing, said Mark's name. He got me in touch with him, sort out email, got him, you know, and got me yeah. in
2: touch with him. how, 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 how much of a small world is that? yeah no no like uh yeah mark was a big part of the racing scene super nice guy never caused any problems always came out and had a good time Mm -hmm. and a very very respectable driver uh yeah he's a great dude man like i have nothing bad i have no bad experiences with him when uh, he was racing uh in in portland
0: but it's quite funny to think we're both in our 40s and we're both still racing toy cars
2: Oh, dude, oh, never, I did. You never. Yeah, I all. never. I never would have thought this when I was pick, reading through my um, Horizon or my Tower Hobbies catalog. No. Exactly. Never.
0: Um, See, there you go, Aiden. Proof that
2: I do know people in America.
1: No, <laughs> I, I, I'm not being funny. I nearly after you, you when you lost.
2: You know Trump, right? Yeah,
3: don't you? Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> Big fan, big fan. Um, uh, you know, Martin, I nearly sacked you when you lost the Team GB manager's job, but Thanks. we kept you on just for your worldwide knowledge. Exactly. Yeah. Constant Your, your, your dropping international in Joe connection. Yeah, yes. your Joe Pillars stories are brilliant. Yes. Um, the That's reason we don't awesome. get, The reason we don't get Joe Pillars on here is that he does his... Much more thing on a Tuesday, and so we clash. Um, oh man! Just, just as we, Thomas, you know, this is the longest podcast we've ever done. Oh really? Uh, oh mate, we normally I, I'm sure I sent you a message like a couple of weeks ago. Just we all know we only do about 25 minutes. it's, like, <laughs> what it's, do you... it's literally, yeah. We, <laughs> we kick the coater off after 27
2: minutes. You know? Last <laughs> well, 27 minutes, I think you're done. <laughs> yeah,
1: um, that dude's fast. He, he was really good. And it, we're very lucky with the drivers that we've got that they all do support. They, they, obviously, with COVID, they're doing a lot more themselves. But, you know, all the drivers that you know and work with have all been great. And we've we won. We've, we've tried to get hold of a few of the younger guys now. It's me trying to sandbag them for when, you know, maybe when Lee Stetson wins the World Championships in seven years' time or something like that. Yeah. We, you know, we, who, who,
2: who you guys should interview? Go on. Is Yona? Um.
1: Yeah. Chance, we, we've not had Yona, have we? No, we haven't had Yona. Uh, no, no, he's not, a good but...
2: youngin. Yeah. He, if you have him and Orlowski on at the same time, you'll have a pretty funny show. Just because yes. those guys are like, they're they're silly together, man. That's fun. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, I
0: think Orlowski I... did tell me to ask you something. He said, "Ask, ask Thomas about my JC Radio Wheel phone
2: Oh, uh, Tell <laughs> Okay, so I think it was at a radio race or something, right? And I'm I don't know, I'm just like in the pits taking pictures and then like orlowski didn't even like at this time I didn't really know uh orlowski that much. And I'm like and I don't know. We started talking a little bit and just he just kind of asked me, Do you guys have any of these steering wheel foams? And I'm like, <laughs> uh my God, n- not with me. That's something we usually don't carry and or like you know bring around with us to the track we just have tires and wheels and maybe some wings and he's like oh these things so good i'm like what (laughs) like these things like you use this thing you use these wheels and he's like oh it's so good i'm like what do you mean well how is it so good like it's just a foam thing right and then he's like and then he he, and i go well here if it's so good i'll bring you one next time right so it's like cuz we're sold out and we don't really it's kind of a low quantity item in terms of sales so it just you don't know really know when it's going to be in stock or, or when it's going to be in stock so it's like if we get them I'll, I'll bring them so um, I got the, so we're all completely out of stock at J Concepts when I left like I don't know but when I got to Horizon I noticed that they had a couple here so I was like okay I'm ordering <laughs> these up so I got one for myself, I got one for Yona and I got one for Orlowski so that they have the J Concepts detonator steering wheel foam that's gray. He says he likes it because it's bigger and there's like these grooves in it so he knows exactly where his finger position is and he just he he loves that grip for some reason. So um, I told I took a picture one time when I got my when I ordered them here at Horizon, and I took a picture and sent it to Yona and Ordowski. I'm like, look what I got, and then they were like, dude, no way, man. Blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, hey, don't worry, one's for you and one's for you. You're good, I got you. But like, it just it's just whenever I get to see them again, you know, I, I don't know when that's gonna be, especially now with the COVID stuff. If if uh, you know, um, who knows where we'll be at. I just, yeah. I just
0: messaged him and told him you can't
2: have any more. Yeah, tell tell him I burnt them up, man, just Yeah, like, yeah that's what I, just said. I I I just I I dropped <laughs> I just I cut one up, I glued one up and then I made some I made some 12-scale tires out of the other bag.
1: Yeah, yeah that's perfect. <laughs> um you know, I am going to go back and just try and go through my notes that I've missed. I think one of the things that mm-hmm. I always like to when I, when I look to speak to people, especially if they're mm-hmm. sort of a team manager or something. Right. Some who maybe is a bit too quiet at the track, I always say to the pros, not recorded, but you're the team manager, so you can do this, is, you know, can it just be easy for the first five seconds? Do you know, when someone comes up to you, when someone like me, and half the time when I go up to a professional driver, I might have a question, but I don't really want to know what that question is. I just want to spend five minutes talking to Spencer Rivkin. You yeah. know, because that's the... the I've just had when I was in Vegas you're that so and again what Spencer did straight away I think it, Worms and in Be- Vegas glue and tires and he just went hang on a mate mate I'm just going to finish gluing this tire and then I'm fine yeah and that was the point of I understand people are racing and doing those things but just that point of that bit of contact to say look I'm just going on or someone's just doing this but you know what I'm going to come and find you you tell me where you're sitting
3: Mm.
1: too many times when i've spoken to people they said well hang on i've been sat here all weekend and i'm going hang on it's my job to come and find you it's your job to get off your seat we've really looked at schumacher we've got you know uh, trish is the guy who quite often will be just one not just just in the schumacher tent we'll get out and wander around the places, wander around all the tents, all the gazebos, all the trailers mm-hmm. just as, and even if you're not running a shoe market, he's just generally interested yeah. so I think that's the one thing I'd say for if you need any advice from you, is just that, kind of say to you guys, how many times did you get off your chair? Yeah, you know, And just wander around and just go and speak to people because it's, it's good for the guys who aren't running a TLR as it would be for you now but also, you're a TLR driver, you know, and you know, your regional manager gets off his seat and comes and asks you, what's, are you okay? Yeah. That's just, people, you know, I had it when I was, again, sorry, in Vegas. Um, <clears throat> Zach Rogers was running KO show, you know, in America then, and that's when I ran. And yeah. that's what Zach would do. Zach would sit there and go, he goes, I put an alarm on my phone, Aiden, And like every four hours, if I've not spoken to you, I get up. And I wander over to you, <laughs> sit, you know, because you sit there and go, "You're alright, you're fine." Now, someone else might ask me a question, but that's the—I think that's the bit. If you can instill that, in, you know, you seem got a great team with—is um, it Zeke and Kevin and yeah. you know the fabulous Barry Baker is
2: involved somewhere
1: in the background.
2: Yeah, he will. Barry's a uh, uh, Dakota's mechanic,
1: right? Um, so he's so involved. It's—it's—that it's bit we you know, and you'll probably find that people maybe want, you know. That might not want to bother Dakota at a big race, mm. but you know, if you know, there's somebody else there who's, who gets off their seat and just checks everyone's fine. I think, yeah, good. Um, yeah, for I, sure. I, I, as we are closing this down, because ne- this is the longest podcast we're doing, generally, uh, we, we do half an hour of interview <laughs> and half an hour of me, Martin, and Joey, who's essential today, um, just chatting about tyres, um, not important, but um. <laughs> It's, it's great. Um, clearly, we're all big fans of RC. Clearly, me and Martin are big fans of the stuff that you do. If you just keep being Thomas Tran, we can just think TLR is just going to get stronger and stronger and stronger. And one of the things that would help, I'm going to say this for my friend's case, sure. uh, is, is when this is all finished, when all this craziness of COVID 19 is done, then you need to get yourself on a plane. To the UK
3: and come and chat to us.
2: Yeah, I w- I would love to, man. You know what would be cool if um one of these races, yeah. one of these days, we can get to a race in the UK. Me and Dakota.
3: Yeah. Huh. Oh wow! I can kick Dakota's car again. I could do it tomorrow. <laughs> 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 what happened? <laughs>
0: <laughs> short story basically um the last round of qualifying 2 or drive qualifying olowski they wanted international marshals and olowski made me go and do it for him because he was thought he was too important to
2: oh god like,
0: like he does um and uh, if you remember those if my races they don't tell you when you're done it's just it's just when the race is finished, it's like, right, you're done. So you don't know if you you could still be going and actually be finished. I think wow. te- I was marshalling the last corner and I think Tessman came round, And I marshalled Tessman. Dakota crashed straight into him. And as I'm oh. marshalling Dakota Fenn, my foot's on the track. And Mayfield's car comes around the corner it hits my foot it just goes upside down. Of course, I hear him uh, shouting off the rostrum. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, Mayfield's going to come up. And I've got to know him quite well at this point something, and he's going to just come and just tear my ass apart. Um, and I went downstairs anyway. I went and saw Dakota and said, look, sorry, I, I just couldn't marshal it fast enough. He was like, he didn't care. He thought it was quite funny. And then I see Mayfield walking at me, and I'm like, oh, he's going to tear me a new one. And he looks really sheepish, and he's like, oh, man, I've really got to apologize to you. He said, I'm shouting up there, and it
2: turned out I was already done. Oh, no way. Yeah.
0: I thought he was going to kill me.
2: Oh, God. No, I, was, a, a, yeah. I was already done. You know, that's the thing is, I like, I think they, they didn't know. Like, they didn't say, you know. You don't. They don't tell you. Yeah, you just keep I mean, going. It's like, all right, going. finish. You're like, yeah. what? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's
0: it's yeah. Very, strange. Very, very strange. I enjoyed racing that. It's a strange
2: format. What do you what do you guys like about the, the the like watching the pros race? Is it is it how good they are? Are, are you fans of these guys? Or like what 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 is it about that really attracts you to, to being a fan of this racing?
0: Do you know I only like watching pros race at the Reedy race? Really? Heads up, heads up racing. I love it. But they
2: hate it. You talk to them, they hate it. They it's stressful, it's stressful yeah. for them. It's very stressful.
0: But as someone, if you were going to put RC racing on TV, that's what you have got to put on TV.
2: I don't think you could put the regular stuff on TV. It's too hard to follow.
0: It's Yeah. But if you put the Reedy race on, as as I think Corey Drakenberg has said in his Come Drive for Us videos, the Reedy race, if you're going to put something on TV, that's what you've got to put on. Heads yeah. up racing. Which I guess yeah. is what the RCGP was kind of doing as well.
2: Yeah, they had a formula too, right?
0: yeah so I, I think that's what it, that's when i go and watch the the fast guys is when it's heads up and and i'm not gonna lie we all like drama
1: yeah you we know? do yeah we love drama
3: <laughs>
0: you watch it because you like drama and the most disappointing thing is when you see two drivers come together and the camera's on them on the roster and they pound the camera away right and you're like "Oh, i want to see what they're going to say if they're going to get into each other you know <laughs>
1: Yeah. That, that's what
0: people like, and sadly enough.
1: Yeah, we, we had um, Elliot's boots on last week. Yeah. And Martin brought up, there's a clip of him on one of the RCGP coverage of him really having a go at Marco Buffalo. Um, oh. And Elliot turns around and goes, what they said at the driver's briefing was, if you've got a problem with someone, you need to go and tell them and make sure the camera is watching oh no way so Elliot said I was I'm not it wasn't fake I wasn't I was going to talk to him anyway because he just wasn't behaving himself you know he was being Marco yeah but, but he goes that's a bit um, we I and Martin said this bit I, I love all the stuff I love that just thinking you know who's going to win this race and you could sort of say the top 10 are very similar when we watch the American stuff that you used to do and you just left for a new job and we're not going to see any of that.
2: that's why so I'm scared of.
1: But, you know, I'm pretty can,
2: sure Jason will continue it. He'll, he'll be doing his live stuff.
1: I, I'm sure he will but you know we can sit there and we can we can watch Spencer and we can watch Ryan and we can watch Dustin and you know you know yeah. and one of the you know the young horn will have a great day or you know, Jackson Brunson will have a good day and we can, <laughs> you know we'll, we'll just love that and If there's a bit of drama, and you can support, you know, we both we currently both drive Schumachers, but if there's a bit of drama and you can support your team, that's great. Yeah, and we can we can still at the end of it just go, oh yeah, but it was really good. A bit of finger pointing is fine.
2: It's it's hard here because people in this, I think, I feel like people in America take it too serious. Yes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like the the like. Like, like I, I think when you got like when British people joke around, it's 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 like a little different. The humor is a lot different uh, with English banter, and like you know, if you 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 just know people are you know certain people are just taking a piss, just being funny, yeah. right? And you're not you're not you're not you know labeling labeling them as a certain thing a certain person but in america like when you start to say certain jokes or say certain things or have a certain drama it, you get labeled and it's it kind of sucks here you can't just take a piss because people are so serious they get butt hurt and they then they go online and and then voice it all out all crazy so it's like it it, it is dramatic but like i think i feel like the it doesn't get left um as just entertainment here
1: yeah i i think when we say Shana one of the Uh, literally our most listened to episodes ever it broke generally we would say european uk RC podcasting more people listen to neil craig than anyone else okay he is our legend he is our everything yeah actually when we have okay let me ask you
2: this if there's a race who who gets cheered for more neil craig or lee martin Which oh. one is getting the more? Come on, Leroy! Or we getting? Come on, Neil! Which which <laughs> one is louder? Which one's louder?
0: At nationals, it's about half and half.
1: Wow! I, I would say Leroy's support is louder, <laughs> but Craggy's support got into, more. You know, I when well, I think I drove a year. I was at the, the, the nationals at my home track a few years ago, and one of the Martin, remember this? In one of the legs of the A. Lee takes Craggy's lead off him and like the second to last corner. And I just went, Yes because I I'm, I'm a massively Lee Martin fan as well. You know, and I'm going, Yes. Actually, I'm stood next to Mick Cragg at the time. Oh my god. And literally because of because we are <laughs> British and we are a bit nice like that, nobody else we sort of like clap, clap yeah. and go, Yes and then I've got Mick next to me. I'm going, Oh, okay. Sorry about that. You know, so we're, we're, we're respectful. We don't I like, see tennis, your true colors <laughs> yeah, my shining says, through. I
3: yeah, said, man, you're, you're like,
1: you sold yourself out, dude. Yeah, Ouch. I but, but but that's it. I, I, I totally say the most listened to episode was, was Ryan Styles Harris rehab. But it was also the most, oh, I don't want to say negative, but the, 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 the tribalness between the AE and the TLR guy. Which from the Americans was 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 massive on that actual episode. Wow, so, really? Because, yeah. Well, Ryan is again. I gonna said, you know, we got Ryan on a podcast when he had like three hundred subscribers on his YouTube channel. He owes yeah. everything to me. Uh, yeah, I know you grew him. Yeah, he says it. He doesn't, but but you know, he was when he, we knew he was moving, and I said, well, we'd love to get you on for like your. The day after you move, it's like yeah, yeah, not a problem. And he, you know, he held all his YouTube videos until he came on. But that, a lot of us, a lot of Brits who then saw some of the feedback from our episode were like, "What are these guys going on about?" They take it. They take it much more serious. The tribal. If you're associated, you're associated. If you're TLR, you're TLR. Yeah, we just we it, don't. It's... We just love all of them.
2: Yeah, no, it's it's not that way here, man. I, I, I wish it was more that way where, every, you know, no one really cares as much. They just, you know, you, you appreciate all the different companies and the competition and the different vehicles. You know, you appreciate that. But, you know, we like for some reason, the brand loyalty here is so big. Like, I, I don't know where it stems from, but it kind of goes with, the, like, trucks or something, you know, Ford, Chevy. They're so you're you're one or the other you can't just love both um associate tlr it's like you, you pick one man and then the other side you just you, and and you pick it and you just run with it I, it's, it's it's nuts how how um i don't know if it's like it's like a loyalty but it's almost like blind loyalty you know what i mean yeah. like
1: it, the, it, it's, the, it, the comments we got you know i'm not be really funny i think we were the only people ever to have a post deleted from the rc positive facebook Group, <laughs> you know, literally, yeah. I, I, I went out one and I, I came back, and went, Why are my posts gone? And the other you know, guys, Enzo and Rizzo, who, who ran that, Well, like, We just had to date it. It just, got, it just got a bit toxic. And I think it was caused slightly by the Blitz taking the mick because yeah. we just didn't, we didn't, we don't care, you know. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've driven an associated, I've clearly love me, but you know, watching the American stuff, I support Dustin. Because he just seems like a nice guy, and I just random, you know I'm just going to support Russ, Dustin now. Yeah, and I think it's good as long as people don't take it too seriously. Just become
2: British. Yeah, we- see, that's when when we talk about the drama. I'm like, I don't know if the drama here is the same as the drama that you guys like. Like, you guys like the drama. I get, I get that kind of drama, but the drama here turns into like real drama, and it becomes. A little nasty, man. Like, like you said in in your in in the comments, you had to delete stuff. It's like, ah, man. I wish I I know, and it's it's all in great fun. You know what I mean? Like, I wish people kind of reel it back a little bit and and not be so. Um, I don't know trashing the other brand it's like they it's 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 yeah. okay it's like you you hate on the other guys for liking something else. It's like what why like just let them like that other brand and you do you you know what I mean like it's it's so simple, but yet for some reason that that uh that structure doesn't really exist here. it's more it's very brandy and very mm-hmm. bashy and um you know yeah, yeah it's, I, it's it's I, different
1: I think the guy's in Vegas, the guy's from seven oh two who I met. They turned round and go, we've never seen, it was two, there was me, my friend Miklos from England, you know, per Eric from Denmark and Mark, f- who'd come all the way from, come from not all the way, we, we both traveled around the world. He'd come from New Zealand. And the guys from nice. 72 sat behind us and went, we've never, never heard such foul and abusive language amongst friends. <clears throat> you know, some of the Americans, with, they're going you've just called each other everything under the sun we just called going me to be a... a fight yeah
2: yeah, yeah. so
1: and, and they that's, were like,
2: that's exactly oh. what i mean is like your guys's humor is different and it and the reason why i know is because when i you know the british buddy i was talking about that got in got me into photography like I, I started noticing how he was joking with other people, and it was much different than the ways Americans joked, um, because on the jet program that the program that I was a part of, um, half the people I would say were probably Americans. The other half of, of the English instructors um, were probably different parts of all over the world that spoke English as a first language, right? South Africa, uh, you know, uh, England, everywhere that spoke English, they could be a, uh, you could apply for this job so i got exposed to a lot of different international people along with americans and unfortunately um uh the ones that were always complaining and crying a lot uh were the americans and then the 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 ones that are always joking around having a good time drinking beer were you know the aussies and, and the, the the british
1: yeah but, but it was, uh, it's it, it, it's why we ran the country It's why we ran the for 200 years and then we just decided <laughs> would just decide, they went that's an awful lot of work that it's a lot we'll, of work yeah we'll just go back and drink tea and eat scones
2: yeah it's <laughs> it it's different man it, it definitely is and um the level of intensity it's it's perceived i think differently um in the states like in terms of like you know um you make a comment, you you live and die by that comment. Whereas, in like in, in in British, it's like you know, I was just taking a piss. So why are you taking it so serious? Oh, okay, yeah. I'm sorry. You know what I mean. Then it's forgotten, brushed on the carpet, done. Um, you know. It, but here, it's like people will call you out for years if they have a screenshot of something you said. You know, so it's like what? Are you serious? You can't forget stuff. You can't like just let bygones be by- bygones. You can't just like just move on. No, it's 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 it, yeah, it's a lot different here. But not to Mate. say there, there's. I'm not trying to, uh, you know, diss on, uh, you know, American racing and attitude. It's just uh, there is a difference, and uh, people are a little bit more serious here. You can't, you can't like joke around with people's teams or people's uh, cars or people's, um, you know, um, a- a- as freely. It's a lot more restrictive. Yeah, yeah, I no- I
1: noticed. Again, the guys from 702 were sat behind me, just got a bit shocked every time I just turned up with some wheels, some inside tires through the random person said, can you just glue those for me, please, mate?
2: I'm going <laughs> to go to the
1: casino and get Starbucks.
2: Yeah, I mean, and like, then don't... you'll end you and then you'll end it with yakunt, cunt, right? And then like <laughs> er- everything, everything is awesome, right? So, so like I just called you yakunt cunt, and then you guys massively laugh, right? If I <laughs> called somebody in the states, a cunt, like it's not good, <laughs> yeah. man. You know, this it's podcast, not. A... Just,
0: this podcast is just one for me <laughs>
2: yeah. no, <I'm> <laughs> sorry if you need to delete that please do because no, i don't no, want to no. say anything no, um, no, but but you know what i no. mean that's 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 the difference there it is, is like you know you can say all these things and then end it with something funny and then you know that it's not very it was never meant to be serious it was just meant to be funny and a joke you know yeah um not so with the not so in american society these days it's so people are so sensitive man
1: yeah, uh, we we see that, uh, Thomas. Um, I, I I don't want to say goodbye to you. Oh, um, uh, dude. Yeah, I know. It's... But but I'm not being funny. We, we could have <laughs> four episodes here, but I'm not putting them up. So people <laughs> people are still going to go. But obviously, we'd love you to come to the Europe when it was craziness. So
2: dude, to- um, come to would... the Euros
0: next year. We got Euros in the UK next year.
2: Oh, you do, uh, dude if it, if i can find a way to get there i, I definitely will man i would love to be a part of that again and i would love to kind of expose some of that the european racing um over here in the states you know what i mean and then hopefully get some guys from the states into europe and then and then also vice versa so i don't know exactly how that is going to play out obviously um I've just been yeah. kind of do, doing the job for two months and I can't make any promises like that but um I would love to uh venture to Europe more in the future and be able to kind of do more internet, internationalization with you know RC's man it would be awesome
1: Yeah um, you know keep pushing Dakota so keep doing your your sort of it seems to be like a Thursday night that the, yep. you you tend to put something out and chat to uh, you've had you had, had abbott on. What you've had, you had Jason on. We we knew we had Jason Roner on. You, you yeah. knew everything was okay because Jason came on your show type. Yeah,
2: thing. yeah. Um, that was kind of weird at first. I didn't know if I should ask him because I left his company to be. It's like, hey, come to my show now. Um, <laughs> now that I left your company, we'll have a really good show, buddy. You know, like, it was really. I was like, okay. Um, I know the, he. Uh, I need i need to squash this somehow you know what i mean yeah. like i i feel like i need to return this relationship back to normal and start that even if it was maybe awkward at first at least we had that time together and we had conversation and it felt during the conversation it felt like old times so yeah. um it was good on that side it bridged if i felt like we kind of have, have finished at least maybe maybe that's just me because i i'm the one that's leaving but um and And moving forward, whereas, you know, I don't know, maybe on Jason's side, he still hates me down deep down the side and <laughs> will never forgive me. I, I, I don't I don't know that. but like, um, but for me, at least on my side, I have no resentment, but only positive things about to say with uh, my experience with Jay concepts and working with jason and and doing the media thing. He gave me an opportunity to really shine and being able to travel to a lot of races. You know, I didn't take that for granted. I tried to, um, you know exposed rc racing and grow um the the coverage as much as i could and uh, you know i had a great time with jason for sure and i still will and i look forward to our future starbucks runs and and our hangout time you know um we just haven't had to do that because of this whole pandemic thing so
1: yeah um you know starbucks lets me at least bring up the point that uh, you know the happiest moment of my life of to get married and birth of ch- miracle children and things like that. I was, in, <laughs> I, I was in a Starbucks in the Westgate Casino, and my phone rang. I'm looking at my phone, and someone turns around and goes, are you, are you going to be interviewed on J Concepts? I am going, no, I don't think so. And he goes, Thomas has just put a, p- a picture. He's <laughs> put, put Renault Savoyer, Michael Orlowski, and a picture of your, you know, white Kayo show. And yeah. I'm like, Oh my God! Yeah, we, uh,
0: we we didn't laugh much when we saw that. Oh,
1: <laughs> the, 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 Dude, the, I
0: put the,
2: you in there with some champions, didn't I?
1: Oh, you, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, the bits I I just made sure I kept me hands in my pockets so it didn't pick me. Most. Um, <laughs> I tried not to talk so much. That's why I did a podcast afterwards. Um, the thing that scared me the most. As you, we all sort of introduced ourselves, and then you went, Well, Jason turned around. Well, have you got any questions? And you turned around and went, Well, actually, the the, most of these questions seem to be for Aiden. Um, The (laughs) the first one is from Jay Woody. Now, in in the UK, we would call him Crazy Jay. Crazy
3: Jay, I didn't
1: know that. <laughs> so, so I'm sitting there going, I have no idea what Crazy Jay's going to ask here. Oh, my I'm God. I'm sitting there just nodding, nodding. When was looking at me going, what's going on? I said, I don't know. they have asking me questions about tyres. You know, I've just glued them, clips and pins off. So honestly, thank you very much for that. I've literally made some sort of RC career that being on one of your podcasts for 20 minutes.
2: Oh, I just, you know, the, I, I just appreciate you guys traveling from, you know, the UK to come over and join it. I was like, okay, hey, dude, we got a traveler here worldwide. Let's talk to this dude and, you know, see where, let's see, you know, what motivated him to come all the way to a Scotty race, you know? So and race it was one, cool. class. one class. No, yeah, I know. And, and it was awesome. I was like, dude, you know, like a, a guy like this doesn't really exist. Like this is a rare dude. So let's get him on and talk to him, you know? So I appreciated. You know, I, I kind of felt bad for kind of making it on the spot a little bit at the end there, but I appreciated I, I, you being on and, like, you know, being up to, the, up to the, the, the chat.
1: I didn't know whether you wanted me on in 10 minutes or three hours. And obviously, if you know, for Pip, someone who's not been there, they don't realize how far it is from the other side of the casino <laughs> to that
2: room. It's, it's literally, like, like, I don't know, like, it's like a kilometre, isn't it, yeah?
1: It is like a 15-minute walk. I've yeah. just ordered a large frappuccino and a crawler. my standard lunch in America. Mm. And I'm going, do I run? <laughs> do I, I can't run. It's like a mile down that way. Yeah, it's, uh,
2: it's a far distance. Uh,
1: and we had to, of course, every time we went from the casino to that place, we had to make sure we went through the Algon large alcoholics anonymous conference going on (laughs) um but they they were lovely people as well but honestly thomas um i was gonna say we normally say do you want to thank your sponsor you are your sponsor
2: yeah um you know i would like to thank you guys um for doing what you're doing um i was wondering uh i know we've talked a lot about me coming on it just hasn't really worked out you know i remember when i i left j concepts you were like hey can you come on and talk about this and i'm like mm-hmm. yeah i want to you know we just kind of obviously haven't had a chance to connect and i'm glad we got that chance today um it's always a pleasure to talk to you aiden and martin thanks for you know um er- Everything and being staying silent, you, you're pretty good <laughs> at that. A, yeah, yeah I'm <laughs> You're pretty good at that. But no, um, on a serious note, though, you guys are doing an awesome thing. Like any anything, like I said, anything that's positive for RC, I, I'm with. So um, this is definitely positive. Talking to people, getting uh, voices out there, and getting people known and, and spreading the that that community and that joy. It's 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 amazing. So um, I'm glad that some up somebody. You know, I might not be doing as much media. As I once was, but I'm glad um, to, that you guys are going to still be doing media and carrying on that torch. You know, I'm still going to do media. It's just going to be a lot less, just because, like you said, you know, I want to walk around. I want to talk to people. I want to interact, and that takes away from from camera time and and computer time and, and to t- t- to produce media stuff. So um, I would
1: like some sort of deal with J Concepts when they're providing coverage you just turn up for at least one round
2: oh dude i'll do that for sure for jason if he if he wants me to do that i could do like a guest little narration and then i'll I'll come back and just kind of surprise you every now and then because because i'm usually there at the races uh, with jason you know i won't be you know uh we won't be you know roommates um anymore but um i will still be at the race uh at, with tlr but um i could come in i can surprise him or i can su- surprise people with the live view and kind of bring that back a little bit now and then just for old time's sake for sure i think that'd be a lot of fun
1: mate that's brilliant and of course you know clearly you know we're, we're, we're the biggest european rc podcast it is but there are yeah, yeah. much smaller rc podcasts in the uk things like the 300 you bar podcast i'm sure you could look it would be great if you gone on and you maybe just chatted a few more of your things with them because this these literal two hours have just flown be <laughs> yeah, it, it's
2: been it's been really fast to be honest so but yeah thank you so much guys martin Ava, yeah, no um you know you guys are doing a great mm-hmm. job Um uh, thanks for the opportunity to come on and, and tell my story a little bit and maybe hopefully i can inspire some people to maybe get into the the working side of the hobby versus just the racing side you know i think um, before i kind of got into the industry and really realized that there was actually a working side to it um i just wanted to be a racer and there's actually a lot there's there's actually a lot going on in between you just have to be able to figure out how you can fit yourself in there cuz that's exactly what i did I, I it's like i just kind of you know, um, improved my skill set, and then, um it was like, how can I fit myself into this? How do I make myself important? and just kind of figured out how to do that? So, um you know, if there's people out there listening to this and wants you know listen want to, or would like to know in more information, about skill set inspire how to work in the industry hit me up man i'm i want more people to be involved i want racers to be involved because they know the racing they know the side of it whereas you get corporate guys coming in they don't know nothing and it just ends up being a mess so um us transitioning and taking care of our own hobby i think it's all honestly going to be a very good thing mate
1: that is brilliant but you i'm not before you're gonna have to hang up now because thank you very much for your time it's been brilliant we'll speak to you again soon keep doing what you're doing but if you hang up that will allow us to continue on and maybe just end our podcast in about three minutes
2: perfect all right guys
1: we can go to bed
2: sweet thanks a lot guys and i will see you later evening all right Good 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 night
1: cheers mate bye now well, Martin, we <laughs> there's no break. We're just going to carry on talking for three minutes. What a great
3: podcast. What
0: a wow. nice guy.
1: Wow. Well, Thomas Tran, isn't he? Thank you very much for Dale Best for introducing me to Thomas Tran. Yeah. Um, right. We're not going to talk about anything else. We're just going um, to say... Um, we're not going to talk about anything. There a, there's nothing
0: to talk about anyway, is there,
1: really? I'm, I'm not being funny, mate. Keenan going to shout at us now because we probably do a podcast that's like two hours long. Yeah, that's right. right. So uh, one of the things we will talk about, wow, is that we were, th- we're thinking that next week, next Tuesday, yeah. we might do an open mic episode again.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's quite a few people asking about that, so I think
1: that's a good thing to do. So during the week, we'll certainly link up on Discord again and get people joining our Discord, I think if the guys who were in our Discord last week last time we did that probably just put them on normal mics but if you're new, just in case you've got a noisy mic, we'll really put you on push to talk which means you can still get involved but you know, we'll take our time so maybe we'll do that next week um, yeah, we'll, sorry, we'll do that next week, we'll get Joey back um, okay. if he, Oh Fact, no, I still can't <laughs> say happy birthday to him because it's not night. No. So that's it. So this will be even shorter now. There's no Joey. Would you like to thank your sponsor?
0: Yes, I thank John at RC Octane and the guys at Schumacher,
1: uh,
0: Rich at RDT Products, and also um, Callum Mitchell for painting my shells at Race Paints. There we go.
1: Well, well done. You're getting slightly more factory every I'll never be Joey's level. No, no one. No one is Joey's level. No. That, that's the only reason we have him about. Um I would, of course, always like to thank the hashtag Schumacher family. I would suggest if any of the Schumacher people are listening still, um I would like some carbon effects talon wings to come in stock. Um, I've heard they of changing supplier. Okay. So maybe that's the delay. So I'm really looking forward to You know, the, the pre cut. Pre-cut for Aiden... Pre-cut for, for the sensible people. The pre-cut, they're the printed in a carbon or white, I think. Can we get them? I'd like to thank the guys from TQ. Um, I was chatting to Stewart today. He's going to send me some TQ um, chassis skins, which look really good. He's going to send me for my lay down. I'm also going to fix paints, who did my latest shells for my Top Cat and my Cougar lay down. I'm also going to mention at this time that my mate, Brian, Of RPC racing, launched his new website with his. I think he's only got screws at the moment. There's more bits coming, Um, and if you check out the RPC racing Facebook Instagram page, he's running a competition. And if you tag three mates in and share it, you're going to get an entry to in a B6.2. So I think that's a really big. That's done really well. He's had plenty of orders. He's had some orders off some quite strange people, Marty. Okay. Yeah, weird people. You wouldn't think, why are they ordering a screw kit? But you never know. You know, people are strange.
3: Mm.
1: If you've enjoyed this, and maybe if you have enjoyed this episode... because If you're still awake. If you're still (laughs) awake, because me and Marty are tired, is please like and share this podcast. Please like and share all the podcasts. Um, we're about we probably do another three hundred episodes soon, yeah. And I really enjoyed the guys, the, the the bar guys have been putting theirs out, so check out those. Um, other than that, let's just be kind to each other and let's just be nice to each other. Didn't mention them um, with Thomas regarding what's going on in America at the moment. We just want LRC races and everyone just to just to be safe. Yeah. Okay? Guys, just be safe. Okay? Um and let's just just be good. Okay. That's that's it. Is that us done, mate? That's us done, Matt. Okay, right. I am gonna turn this off. Thank you very much, Thomas Tran. Thank you very much for you, Martin, for sharing your Thank story. You, China and spits. Um, we've got to get Joe Pillars on just because you drop it. <laughs> um, in that case, we might need, he might need much more Facebook rant thing from a Tuesday night. Um, and next week, I don't know what date it is, 9th maybe, that will be a night where maybe we can do a, definitely do another open mic. So if you're interested, if you've done a bit of practice, there's been some great clubs that have been open, Seem to have a lot of more socially distant practice available nowadays. If you've done some of them and want to come and chat about that, and turn up next Tuesday and we'll do an episode. Maybe we'll get some birthday cake for Joey. Is that all right? Sounds good. Mate, thanks very much. Bye now.
3: Have you gone? I'm still here. Oh,
1: I thought you were going to say bye. I did say bye. Oh, I missed that bit. Say bye again. Bye. Bye.